What's up, y'all? I'm Adam. And I'm Gail. And, and we're, we're the, the Hendersons. Hendersons. Welcome to our podcast, The Happily Hendersons. This is a place where we'll talk about life, marriage, love, and most importantly, Jesus. So sit back, relax, and let's chat. What's up, y'all? I'm Adam. And I'm Gail. And, and we're, we're the, the Hendersons. Hendersons. And so we decided to do a new thing where we just want to talk. We want to talk to y'all. The Happily Hendersons want to have conversations with one another with you guys. So our first topic is infertility. Infertility. Y'all, we've been married, we've been married for nine years now. Mm-hmm. Going on 10 years this year, September 1st, 2022, 2022. celebrating 10 years. And even beyond that, we've been together for... Since 2007. Since 2007. How many years is that? It was 22 minus 7. 15? 15 years. (laughs) Yay! Sexually active for probably a good fourteen years. Ooh. That's just, just the guy. It, no, it's, it is what it is. We're married now. The Lord brought us through a mighty long <laughs> journey. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Keep that to yourself, okay? Amen. Yeah. Life I mean, happens. It ain't like people don't know anyway. Mm. But God is good. God is good. We are not condoning it. Yes, we're not condoning it at all. But nor are we condemned. Nor are we condemned. (laughs) Huh? My God. Nor are we condemned. So one of our issues, well, I would say maybe spiritual challenges that has has grown our faith Mm -hmm. is infertility. Mm -hmm. Ever since we've been married, we have dealt with infertility because we have been trying to get pregnant since we mm-hmm. got married nine years ago. Probably the first year we were just not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But after year number two, it was just like, okay, we started to. Like, all right. You know, year, probably year two, we just started waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And it just never happened. Yeah. Yet. And um, I remember like the series of doctor's visits that we've had with you know uh male doctors mm-hmm. female doctors testing her testing me they even gave us that they well one doctor what was her name dr robin mm-hmm. an amazing woman oh my gosh she's yeah. the best so sweet i mean the best female doctor in the world or infertility specialist mm-hmm. um dr robin in virginia beach yeah so if y'all are, if you guys or in seven five seven area and looking for an infertility specialist, I would recommend. I don't even know her last name. Um, Poe Ziegler, Robin Poe Ziegler. Man, she's amazing. At New Hope, yeah. New Hope mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Oh my god, and her. I think I love her spirit the most. Yeah, it's just like she really wants to connect with you know us. But you know, she did a a, a series of tests with me, and she diagnosed me with you know her version of. What the medical science says. What was it called, though? I can't remember the name. Yeah, it was an interesting name. Basically, the issue deals with me, right? Um, or what they say, it deals with me. Um, 
my low sperm count, number one, I guess the immobility, dealing with the fact that I had a uh, surgery as a child. The mm -hmm. doctor always told my parents that I had like a 50-50 chance mm -hmm. um, of, of being able to produce children, you know, of course, but we believe God all the all ways. Always. So, um, but I think for me, it was, it was very challenging. Um, I know with me, sometimes I was, I didn't want to participate in sexual activity because I was ashamed of not being able to uh, mm -hmm. produce. Mm -hmm. And so it would kind of like mess with my subconscious a lot. But now I'm, I think I've over, I think I've crossed over that idea mm -hmm. because it was like, I'm not having sex to try to get pregnant. Um, you know, we're having sex for, for the celebration of our love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sex is an act of love mm -hmm. that God has given us. It's a gift that God gave us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I had to first jump into that mindset mm -hmm. of the meaning of sex. It's a gift that God has given us, has given us rather, to celebrate the ministry of marriage. Mm. So, I think it's um, one of the main things that, or one of the first things that the doctors would pinpoint is like, you know, uh, being overweight mm -hmm. and, you know, obesity or whatever. Mm. Um, and I was a bit, you know, taken back by it because I'm just like, I know plenty of overweight people having kids. Okay. So not not to say that I don't need to lose weight. I'm not that's not what I'm saying at all. But I just find it interesting that like that's one of the first things that a doctor will assume that yeah. that's the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. And then after going through all the testings and everything, mm -hmm. there'll be like no issues. You no. Know? Um I do remember my first appointment, uh one of the first procedures they did on me to like, you know, check out my uterus and everything. And um, I remember them saying that they saw like these spots where it could potentially be polyps. Yeah. So they wanted to do like a an immediate surgery, and yeah. I was like, you know, been that I had already had the brain surgery um, back in 2013, like I wasn't too keen on going through another surgery. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one that could potentially not be you know necessary because they said they thought they saw polyps. They didn't say 100 percent sure. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go see my personal OBGYN and so yeah, gynecologist. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And so he did another ultrasound and all of that. And my uh, scans came back clean because I was like, I was like, okay, well, I'm not having this surgery, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so in addition to that, you know, like many appointments that, you know, I've gone to and where they were like, do ultrasounds and do a blood work and everything and it always came back fine like i remember one doctor telling me like my lining looks perfect and i was like mm. well amen <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you know but just to speak to um what you said honey mm -hmm. like i just we know a doctor who's above all doctors. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. And I just, I refuse to um, believe that this is not something that can happen for us. It doesn't, I mean, though it has been a long time, uh, mm -hmm. 
It doesn't matter. Like, God's timing yeah. is perfect. Yeah. His timing is perfect. And so, Bishop, he uh, mentioned in a message sometime recently. Bishop who? Bishop, Bishop S.Y. Younger. <laughs> he mentioned. Proud um, members of the branch. Okay. <laughs> he mentioned sometime recently in a message. Or I don't mm-hmm. know if he was just like, you know, talking and like doing a service. And he mentioned something about praising God for the preview. Mm. So, we're going to tell y'all about this story. Well, before we get into that. Okay. Like, how, how did it expect? I guess knowing that you weren't the issue and I was the issue, like, did that ever affect your faith? Like, knowing, okay, I'm fine, um, but will my husband ever be able to give me, you know, I, what I need? I honestly, so the thing is, I remember going through a period where, like, my faith was shaken um, for a moment. Not, But it wasn't because of Adam, though. That's the thing. It was because of the whole situation in general. Yeah. Because I'm like, Lord, go, let's go back for a moment. I remember, remember I mentioned like having the brain surgery and all that. Yeah. And so like not long after I had the surgery and I was in recovery, I had this dream. And um, the interpretation of the dream was that Adam and I were going to have twin girls. Yeah. And that was in the first year of our marriage. And so... A lot happened in our first year, by the way. Um, in the first year of our marriage, this was in 2013, January 2013, I had a dream. Mm-hmm. And the interpretation was, we were going to have twin girls. And when I say, like, that thing just, it just ignited something within me. And so... You know, after receiving that, it was like, we were just waiting for it to happen, waiting for it to happen. And then it never happened. And mm. then it just got to a point where I was just like, you know, like how somebody promised you something mm-hmm. and you just never receive it. Yeah. So it's almost like you looking for it, but then it never comes. So then it's yeah. like, well, maybe I'm not going to get it, you know? Yeah. And then I just remember a really, really, really dark moment in my life. Like I even remember... Um, singing in church one Sunday and um, I was singing the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, God in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And when I got to that thy will be done part, and I was like, well, what if it's his will for us to not have kids? So it's almost like I began to question what we were told. Mm. Because if the interpretation was that we were going to have twin girls, even if it wasn't twin girls, like just kids in general, yeah. if that if that is the word that was given to us, then why, because it hasn't happened, will I start doubting it? Yeah. Or would I start not believing it? Yeah. But because, the, because it had not happened yet and it had been so long, I just started feeling like it wasn't mm. going to happen. And not because of, you know what I'm saying, what the doctor said about Adam. Mm-hmm. I just... It just happened, so I kind of felt like it wasn't going to happen. But That's a battle within itself, like fighting doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing what the Lord said, but mm-hmm. still the enemy placing these thoughts in your mind, my mind, mm-hmm. saying that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then doubt became stronger in me mm-hmm. personally because, mm-hmm. you know, celebrating year two, no kids, year three to year five, mm. still not have, you know, haven't had any signs of even yeah. trying to, you know, being close to being pregnant. Mm. We, you know, we didn't even have any false, um, you know, Positive positives, 
anything. I mean, everything was just negative, negative, negative. No, no signs. Pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, you know, period after period. It was just like nothing. Listen, no irregularities. I had a period every month. I know that's TMI, but I mean, regular, honey. This is the Happily Innocent Podcast. Hello, <laughs> at YouTube channel. But, you know, so <laughs> doubt is getting stronger as the years continue yeah. to now celebrating year nine. I remember each year, every every year in September, every year in December, I would say, you know what, 2021 is going to happen. 20, mm. 2019 is going to happen. 2018 or year eight is going to happen. Year seven is going to happen. So every year, yeah. I, wherever we are crossing over into a new period, new time, new time frame, mm. I'm declaring and believe in God verbally what's going to happen. And then after that year has taken place and nothing changed, mm. you know, doubt has had attacked me. Yeah. And so it's very important. I've heard Bishop say before, you know, we got to rehearse the miracle. Mm. But also we even started, we're starting to learn about the importance of continuous prayer, mm. fervent prayer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's possibly another topic, mm-hmm. you know, how to maintain that fervency in prayer. And you, uh, um, you know what else I just thought about? Um, Pastor Westgate and Lady Westgate, um, they said something one time to us, mm-hmm. and they said in the service too, how um, faith and doubt make the best dance partners or something like that. Yeah, something of that nature. Listen, because at the end of the day, <laughs> they're both present. But it's like, which one are you going to choose to That's right. dance with? Or which one are you going to choose to allow you to lead the dance, right? Okay. Because we can yeah. either choose to have faith, regardless of what it looks like, or we're going to let our present circumstances yeah. allow the doubt to take the forefront. Yeah. And um, I'm just in a place in my life and in my walk of God now where I've seen too much. I've seen too much much and I know too much and he's done it. He's done it for countless many others. So absolutely. Why wouldn't he do it for us too? And that's another, that's a good point because it's like with faith, it was like I had enough faith to believe God for other things. Mm -hmm. And when I saw things take place in my life, like for example, my job, uh, moving to Lynchburg or, you know, healing our bodies, mm-hmm. going through the brain surgery. I mean, so many things mm-hmm. that we have overcome in our marriage. Mm-hmm. I started to, well, I, there were many times I asked God, like, Lord, you did this. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you doing this for mm-hmm. me? Why aren't you opening mm-hmm. that door? What is it that I, there was sometimes I would ask God all the time, what am I doing wrong mm-hmm. that I am not reaping the benefits of having children? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been praying and I'm believing God for other people for myself, for certain things. But mm-hmm. when it comes to what I really, really want, the only yeah. thing that I desire yeah. is like not happening. Um, but like you said, fear and doubt. Faith is, and it's doubt. A, faith mm-hmm. and doubt, I mean, is a... Perfect dance partner. Perfect dance partner. And you know what else I thought about? Um, and um, I remember when we first moved here, well, not long after we moved here, uh, I was walking up the steps and I heard so loudly in my spirit, prepare yourself, your children are coming. Mm. And um, months after that, now, right? it'll be a year this month. Yeah, sometime this month. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was in March. Wow. Um, and m- many times, I'm going to say maybe about three or four times after that, that word was confirmed through other people randomly. Like, they'll yeah. just, 
in conversation, they'll say something or in prayer, they'll say, well, I heard this in my spirit, you know, you know, things like that. And so um, when I first, you know, received the word, I didn't fully understand what that meant. Prepare yourself, your children are coming. Mm-hmm. But in recognizing that everything that the Lord gives to us, you know, we're stewards over it. Right. And so not once will the Lord give us something that will eventually turn into a curse or something that will um, hinder us in the long run. So be it financially, be it spiritually, be it physically or whatever the case may be. So I had to take the moment and like really be like, okay, Lord, well, how do you want us to prepare ourselves? Mm. You know, what are some things that we potentially need to change? That's right. You know, like, do we need to change our spending habits? Do we need to um, change our physical habits? You That's know, a good point. do we need to change our time management? Because at the end of the day, think about it. When you are preparing for marriage, right? Mm-hmm. There are some things that people have to start changing in order to prepare for marriage, right? That's if you are preparing for a new job, there are things you have to do differently to prepare for a job. So anytime there is a new um I guess event, for lack of a better word, that's coming up, preparations have to be made. Mm. And so I just really began to understand what he meant by prepare yourself. Mm. Prepare yourself. Absolutely. Um, And so even like though we are coming up on our 10th year anniversary, we also recognize that God's timing is perfect. Yeah. And that though we wanted kids... During that time frame, it was not the best idea um, for them to come because we we were very busy. So begin to understand what the Lord meant by prepare yourself. Yeah. Your children are coming. It just definitely put me in a different headspace concerning um, this whole process. Yeah. Um, and it's caused you know us to begin to make changes. Absolutely. And how we handle our time, how we uh, take care of our bodies, and um, even our mental space. Because uh, he wants us to be prepared holistically before our children come into our lives. Absolutely. Um, Because they're not just going to be a blessing to us. Listen, our children are going to impact the world. Impact the world. They're going to impact the world. Absolutely. And so... Going back to what you just said, you know, his timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. And so we got to practice, you know, not really practice, but just keeping hold of that faith, Mm -hmm. keeping hold of of whatever the Lord said, knowing that it will come to pass. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what we operate in. I remember one time, you know, it it was years ago, I went to um, Connecticut. I don't know if you remember this. You probably do, but uh, I was talking to our family outside, my family outside, and um, they were asking us specifically, like, you know, when are you guys going to have kids? And mm-hmm. I remember, you know, saying in faith, like, yo, we're just waiting on the Lord, you know, it's yeah. going to happen, yeah. and, you know, we're just trusting and believing in God, and I remember one of my cousins, you know, he, she looked at her husband, they laughed. Um, I don't know if you re- recognize that mm-hmm. or even saw it, but it was like, it was, I don't know if they, they, they didn't really like blatantly do it. It's like they smirked at each other, mm. um, kind of chuckled a little bit. And I just overlooked it. You mm. know what I mean? In my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, what's funny? 
like, okay, you guys don't operate in the level of faith that I am, mm. but that's okay. You know what I mean? Um, and so that, it, it could have been discouraging, but it's just like everybody's not going to believe what okay. you believe, but we got to hold on to that. Hold and on so, to it. Man, that did hurt me a little bit, though, at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> but something you just said, it just really just reminded me of something, too, when you was like, just hold on to you know, our faith. And because at the end of the day, what the Lord says is what he says. Yeah. Even if it doesn't happen when we want it to happen. Absolutely. If he said it, that's it. When, said, I remember one, one Friday night in prayer, he said to me, he said, is my word not enough? Not enough. If the God who created the whole universe yeah. said that something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like, May not happen when we want it to or when we desire it. That's right. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So can we get back to that preview part? Yes. Let's wrap this. Let's, let's get back to, to the. Because we, we had a moment. We had a moment where, well, I know I had a moment where I, I literally for a moment thought where I believed that we God answered our prayer. Yeah. And I know he will. Yeah. I know he will, but it was just like for it seemed like what it was an hour or two where we. It, uh, no, it was like three or four. <laughs> three or four hours. Because we were there for a long time. We were, but I don't. I didn't know it was that long. But it was a minute. Legit for like a few hours. I yeah. will say a few hours. We'll say a few. I legit like thought that I was going to be a father. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was a blissful moment. And I was just like, you know, on a cloud, mm. cloud nine to be exact. <laughs> well, let's let's just tell y'all the story. And what happened? All right, y'all. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us today. And most importantly, don't forget to like. Give us some feedback in the comments. And please subscribe for more Henderson exclusives. We love y'all for listening. Love y'all. Peace.